Welcome to the Luvan Mark Wrestling Podcast with Shane, Captain Jenny, Shane, Captain Jenny. All these super marks of wrestling, where time is guaranteed. Join the Luvan Mark Wrestling Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Luvan Marks Wrestling Podcast. This is Wrangler, and I have Jenny along with me. Say hello, Jenny. Hello. Before we get to a week that uh, we really had, I mean, we've had so many newsworthy weeks that this week has not been quite as newsworthy as the others. We do have some speculations, but uh, how was your week, Jenny? How was your week before we get into getting to talking wrestling? It was long. I don't know why it felt like such a long week. We were just talking about, like, it feels like Raw was 900 years ago rather than just six days. Hmm. Yeah, it's, Raw seems like it was two weeks ago. I I, I do agree with you on that. It it just, I don't know what was going on with it. It just didn't, it just didn't hit with me this week. It didn't give me anything to really say, hey, ooh. That's cool. Well, I think it was kind of like we were just saying a minute ago before we went live. But I think they're just they're kind of cruising into Crown Jewel right now because it's been set and is set. That I think once we get through next Saturday, so probably maybe another slow week this week. Then I think it's going to be rockets blazing to start building a good feud or two good feuds really. For um, <clears throat> Survivor Series, since they're doing war games, well, Raw, you got to get something going. For well, war Raw, games. Raw is going to. They should be treating Raw like the go home show because SmackDown is going to be taped this Friday. Did they take? Okay, someone was asking me about if they were taping SmackDown or not, and I hadn't heard if they were doing that. Yeah, or Smack, not. The SmackDown will be taped this Friday, so they should be treating Raw like the go home show. So hopefully, Raw is good this week. I mean, I always seem I kind of have been enjoying Raw more than SmackDown lately. But I don't know if that's just a personal bias on my side because most of the people I enjoy are on Monday nights versus Friday right now. But we'll see. I mean, I <coughs> excuse me. I enjoyed SmackDown this week because we had a big return. Yeah, SmackDown was really good. So, yeah, we had we had a, yeah had a big return on SmackDown. Someone who someone hadn't seen in, well, in what five or six years. I think it's been. It was almost five years to the day. Yeah, to the day. I think Saturday was to the day. So, like, the day after was five years to the day that she got released. And And we're talking about, obviously, Emma. Emma, yeah. And uh, my first I don't know if it was just... Oh, I love her. But I don't know if it was just that crowd or if it was the way they had the mics. That crowd just seemed dead all night to me. Did I it seem that way to you? It did seem that way to me. Uh, me and Red were talking about I don't about know if that. it was just like the sound or the arena or something. Because they just, they didn't, I mean, there was a bit of a pop for Emma. And I, I wouldn't expect anything too huge because she was never like, oh my God, it's Emma when she was on the main roster. But she was a very talented worker. People know who she is. Yeah, t- yeah people now, know who she is. Now, you may have forgotten her over five years because not everybody followed Tennille Dashwood. Right. But, you know. You know who Emma is. I was kind of, I was, I was surprised she maybe came back as Emma. I didn't know what she was going to come back as because it was, that was spoiled earlier. Well, fir- well first, uh, first, it was all over Twitter. Yeah, first thing I said, well, I didn't know because I hadn't been on Twitter all day. Well, I'd been on Twitter, but I'd been on the football side of Twitter. I hadn't been on the wrestling side of Twitter all day. So when, so when Emma come out, 
I said, oh, look, it's Neil. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised they didn't, she didn't uh, keep her name. But, you know, that's what we know her as is Emma. I get it. Uh, so, maybe she wanted to come back and be Emma. She wanted to be a character. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if Tennille is her actual name, she has to be Emma. Yeah. Well, I guess that part makes sense. I wasn't uh, thinking too deep into it, but. Well, Matt Cardona tweeted. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but Matt Cardona tweeted, Zack Ryder is dead. Zack Ryder yeah, is that's dead. Just long live Martin. Long live Matt Cardona. Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I think he is trolling. You think he's trolling Emma a little bit since they used to. Have a thing? Nah, nah. I think that's long and over and done with. Yeah. He's married now. Yeah, he is. She's Equally dating is. Moss, so. Yeah. Yeah, she. I, th- I, don't, I don't think it was that. I think it was just. Because <clears throat> people have been asking him that ever since he left. Especially now with everybody making returns. His name's kind of jumping up the list as somebody I think people want back. Well. Because we've gotten a lot back. But I think he's he's got to be up within at least the top five or ten. Of... Well, here's my thing: if you if you bring Zack Ryder back, do not bring him back as Zack Ryder. Bring him back as the Matt Cardona we know right now, because the Matt Cardona we know. Keep right... the gimmick, but I think you would still have to call him Zack Ryder. You can call him Zack Ryder. Keep... Oh, God, that... you got to keep the same persona. That just brings back so many so much goofy shit as Zack Ryder. But you bring him back as Matt Cardona as this hardcore now now hardcore wrestler that we know. That is is so now the Zack Ryder we had before he got fired though was more serious when he was doing the Major Brother stuff and everything. He wasn't as goofy. He was a lot more. He'd been getting serious ever since he came back from that one injury and was feuding with Mojo and they split up the <clears throat> whatever the Hypros, whatever the hell they called them. Yeah, he I'm... hasn't been as goofy. Well, I, I just find him way more believable, way more believable in his uh, as his. As he tours around the independents, I find I find him way more believable with his with the way he does his promos. It's it's almost like that uh, he had the collar cut off and he's able to do whatever he is, do and say whatever he wants basically. And his promos are way more believable than what the woo woo woo. I like the kid, but I couldn't stand his gimmick. We gotta remember he came up with that gimmick. I know he did. But, you know. You gotta remember that part of it. I know. It's hard for me to take him too seriously after having listened to his podcast for so long. It's been years since I listened to it because I quit listening to podcasts when the pandemic hit because I was not driving anywhere anymore. But just knowing his toy obsession and, like, the things that he collects and, like, it did. it's hard for me to switch to hardcore Cardona after knowing about Disney figure collecting Cardona. A little bit, <laughs> but we'd have to. We just have to see what would happen. I wouldn't hate it. I've always been a fan. Super nice guy when I met him. I've awkwardly locked eyes with him when he was in his underwear backstage at Dolph Ziggler's comedy show. So you know we've sh- we've shared a moment. How was that experience? It was it was interesting. I wondered what the hell was going on because I was we were. You had to come down some steps to around the corner to do the meet and greet after the comedy show. So I was up, I was leveled up on like a step, just one step. And I was looking by, cause like you, I, I could see where the backstage was. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm looking down this hallway, just kind of watching. And all of a sudden I see him peek his head out from this room and he's just in some black underwear and he's kind of looking around and we lock eyes for a second and he disappears. 
turns out he'd forgotten to bring because they him and Myers were late. So they had to change in the kitchens. They uh, put out a vlog about this, and I watched it because I had to know. So they were late. They changed in the kitchen. He forgot to bring his clothes to the room. So his clothes were still like where they had changed, and so he couldn't find them, and it was hysterical. So I will forever have that moment with uh, Zack Ryder, where we locked eyes in his underwear. I hadn't thought about Inter- that moment in a while. Interesting. I think I had met him earlier that day too I think it was the same day I kind of get my days mixed up but I'm pretty sure Access and the comedy show were the same day Raven will, Raven will correct me on this when she listens I'll get a text from her and she'll remember the schedule better than I did but I'm pretty sure I'd met him a few hours beforehand and then locked eyes with him in his underwear so I'd, yeah, I'm, I'd be very happy to have him back. In his underwear. He's on my short list. In his underwear. Well, I mean, wrestlers are technically almost always in their underwear. That's, so. that, that's true. That's true. It's not the same, though. Speedo in their underwear is not well, the same. Well, no. Not the same. No. But yeah, I mean, he's probably within my top five that I want to see come back. Top of my list is Tegan, and it sounds like those talks are happening based on stuff I've seen on Twitter today. So, I, I figure that Tegan, Tegan. I figure that Tegan is, uh, is the next one to come back. But you've I, just got to get involved in the damage control story somehow. That, that's what I'm. That's her that's crew. Thinking. Yeah, that's her crew. That's EO. I just can't decide if she's on the Candice LeRae side or the Dakota Kai side. Right. Like, is she going to be the good guy or the bad guy? I th- I would think that she might be back up for damage control since she has all those relationships with uh, everybody on that team. Right. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't mind seeing her come back, even if it is heel, but if it puts her with Dakota. Some resemblance to Team Kick, that is what I need. I need that in my life. So I it, wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't hate it. No, no, definitely not. I wouldn't hate it. I, I, I... If it does it it's uh, Red said something about it sounds like they've got all the uh, the uh, work visa stuff worked out with her now. I didn't know she was having work visa problems. Yeah, it sounds like she got all the work visa stuff worked out now. So I know she's still been living in Florida. I just didn't know what the issue could be. Right. With her, so. So, that wasn't the only kind of return we had this week. Uh, Raw, not only did it, uh, not only did the end of Raw set up a match, uh, a, women, a Raw women's title match between Bailey and Bianca Belair. At Crown Jewel, we had return of uh, Crazy Nikki Cross. I say Nikki is no longer a superhero. No. No longer a superhero. She's. Didn't go over the way she not A S H. She's N S H. But mm-hmm. I know at first I I I knew something was gonna happen. I just could feel it in that match. When it's you know you got the three on one for too long. Mm-hmm. You can only have Bianca be superhuman for so many times before it just. I mean it's already old, but you know you can't have her John Cena damage control every week. No. 
that I, I, I almost kind of thought that it would be Tegan or somebody coming back. Cause I could just, I could feel that there was going to be some sort of return or something during that match because they kept talking about, Oh, you don't have Alexa. Oh, you don't have Oscar. They kept reminding everybody that she didn't have backup. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, well they're going to give her backup. It's going to be somebody different. I was not expecting it to be Nikki. And Cause often there's just this brown mass of hair flying through the air. I'm going, who the fuck was that? <laughs> Cause the shot, you couldn't tell who it was for quite a while. They, I thought they did that very well to kind of keep at least those of us watching TV guessing on who the hell that was because you couldn't see her face. Okay, so she she beats the hell out of both Bailey and Bailey and Bianca, inserting herself into the Raw Women's Title picture just that fast. Yep. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about the Raw Women's Title match at Crown Jewel a little bit. Bailey almost has to win this thing, right? Oh, she definitely has to. This, just to keep damage it. control relevant, she has to win. Right. Bianca's time is over. Bianca does better when she's chasing. She's one of those people that does better in the chase than as a champion, I think. Well, I, I'm just going back to I'm just going back to uh, to the last time that during Extreme Rules where she basically John Cena'd damage control and beat Bailey. Right. Uh, and right. Where you go with damage control from there? Fortunately for damage control, they've been, they've not been booked to lose a single match afterwards, other than the Bailey right. or other than Bailey losing to Candice. In a fluke, which was fine, which is fine. It's a fluky kind of win, you know. It's fluky kind of win. Uh, but Candace, you have to build Candice that way. Yeah, yeah. You have to build. I Candace. was more about Candice than Bailey. Yeah, you have to build Candice. Uh, which Candace is out now for I don't know how long because they beat the crap out of her. Uh, but Bailey almost Bailey has to win. This is Bailey's championship to win now. I think it makes sense because then you know, I hate to say it, but then you can have Bianca chase it all the way to Mania. I don't really want to see it Bianca be see it be Bianca for a third Mania in a row, but. It's the way it looks like it's going to go. Unless they do some sort of multi-woman match, which I would not hate. I would love to see like a ladder match or something for the women's championship with multiple women. Even though it sounds like now the rumors are that money in the bank might be no more. They might start putting the ladder matches back at Mania. So you probably wouldn't get that kind of a multi-person match. But there's... I don't know. Fatal four way. Give me something. I don't need every title match at Mania to be one on one. Give me more people. Uh, that would be that if they move Money in the Bank back to Mania, that would take away one of their premier premier pay per views. Right. I think Money in the Bank needs to stay its own pay per view. Yeah, it would take away one of their premier pay per views because then. It leaves the cash-ins open at Money in the Bank, Mm -hmm. or at um, At Mania, because someone already will have a briefcase. Mm -hmm. I like Money in the Bank being kind of middle of the year in the summer, June, July. Throw it in there somewhere. I kind of like that, too. Uh, Speaking of taking away pay-per-views, Hell in the Cell's no more. I'm okay with that. 
Because, I mean, you're not losing the Hell in the Cell match. It didn't need its own show. No. Because that way you save the Hell in the Cells for the big endings to feuds, to well, big feuds. Yeah, you, you need one Hell in a Cell match a year. One, I agree. One. Now, I think they overdid it last year when it, you had Bobby Lashley and what, two or three of them? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I can understand maybe doing two, keep a women's one going, or, you know, maybe throw in a tag team one from time to time. But if they make sense. Yeah. So at least maybe two a year. They don't need to be on the same show. They can be spread out. They can be whatever the hell you want. You can throw one on a fucking Raw or a SmackDown. But just... I, yeah, I, I don't think that one needed its own pay-per-view. No, I, 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 I agree. It don't need its own pay-per-view. I, I think it. Uh, I think if anything, you put it at the end of. Uh, you put it at you. You you put it in Extreme Rules. You could do that. Hell, you could put yeah. it anywhere. You could put it anywhere. Honestly, you can put Hell in the Cell any on any pay-per-view you have left, and it would make and it would be a special match if it. You know, of course, if it's done correctly, you know, you don't force it or anything. I think you could also like combine TLC and Extreme Rules, because you can have chairs match, tables match, ladder match on your Extreme Rules card. Well, it's as long you know, as you... I'm, I love, I love TLC personally, but you could give it the Extreme Rules name because then you're putting more gimmick matches on an Extreme, supposed to be pay per view. Well, TLC and Extreme Rules to me, there's no difference in them. Other right, that's a, what I'm saying. Yeah, there's them. no difference in them. There's no difference in the shows. Uh, it's like I mean, when the TLCs were good. You had one tables match, one ladder match, and you had your chairs match, and then maybe a TLC match. Mm -hmm. They've kind of stopped doing it that way. Well, doesn't every match kind of doesn't every match of that style just kind of devolve into a tables, ladders, and chairs match anyway? Essentially. I mean, it doesn't. I've never quite out. understood a chairs match, but that it made sense when they started doing the TLC matches for the chairs because I'm not going to get into the history of it. Everybody knows. Everybody knows where TLC came from. Speaking of matches, I think I think we're heading toward a first blood match. Between Jey Uso and Sami Zayn. No. Not yet. I think that's where it's heading. I honestly do think it's where it's heading because you listen to Jay's promo after Sami broke them. Or before oh Sammy God, that Brooks. was so good. This, this is probably, I mean, I don't want to say it's the best Sami Zayn, but this is definitely the resurgence of Sami Zayn. Yeah, this is. It's, it kind of started back around Rumble. This yeah. has been like his resurgence year, because we kind of we lost Sammy for a while. Yeah, Sammy was, he just, was kinda... just not around, or he was doing like the managerial work for Shinsuke for a while. Yeah, he just kind of doing jobs for guys. He wasn't doing a whole lot. And I mean, that, he didn't even wrestle for a long time. Yeah, he didn't even wrestle for a year. And now we've got I Sammy. It was longer than that. Yeah, we now we got Sammy doing work with Bloodline, and it, it, this is this is some of the best Sammy we've ever gotten, right. honestly. And I mean, I love all variations of Sammy Zayn, but what he's doing right now, it's just it's so good. Well, and and it. And, you know, I, I just thought before that Sammy was just using it as an end to get closer to try to get Roman, to try to double-cross Roman out of the championship. But as it goes along, Sammy's really invested. It seems like he's really invested in becoming a part of a bloodline. He wants to be Usi. He wants to be Usi. He's really invested in it now. And 
the way he tries to not only will he stir shit because that's what Sammy does. He's a shit stirrer, and throw he's 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 the bus driver backing over top of Jay every time anything happens. He's he's the bus driver backing over top of Jay. But then he'll turn around and try to he'll turn around and take up for Jay too, and it's almost like he's trying to tell Jay, "Hey, I'm in control. I'm the one actually pulling all the strings around here." Just let me handle it. Let me, you know, you're going to follow me. And Roman doesn't see it. But it's kind of, it, it's a little bit of a power play from Sammy. Even though I do believe if they kicked him out of the, out of the bloodline, he would be heartbroken. Just when Oh, it would destroy him. It would destroy him. But at the same time, he wants, he wants to be higher up on the high, he, he wants to go move up in the hierarchy of the bloodline at, at, at the same time. I mean, I almost think that whoever, because I mean, you know it's going to be the bloodline in War Games. Yes. I almost think it's going to be Sammy, Usos, and Solo. Mm-hmm. Roman's not going to want to put himself through a War Roman Games match. Roman ain't going in that. And he Roman doesn't have to. That. That's no. kind of like the whole point of it. He seems that, to be So that's going to be his crew. Hmm? No, he he'll said, be there. He'll be there. I he think he'll be there poking around the outside. But yeah. he's not going to want to step inside there. No, hell no. No, and he's the champion. Hell no. And it's setting up to where it's going to be. It's setting up where you're going to have the brawling brutes involved with it. Most I, likely. Yeah. It, 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 maybe New Day and brawling brutes or uh, brawling brutes with uh, Drew and maybe Kevin Owens. Uh, but it definitely looks like a brawling brutes. Uh, Seamus got his arm broke long enough to go out and get married. To have his wedding, uh, well, he's already married. He's had a ceremony here, and have his honeymoon. So, God damn, all those men in kilts at his wedding. Seeing Miro, Cesaro, and Drew all wearing kilts. Mm. And you know something, and you know something. It, being being from America, I don't get the culture of you know wearing kilts because essentially you know kilt is like a dress or whatever. But kilt is not a dress. No, uh, I would proudly wear a kilt in that type of situation. Proudly. I mean, I love nothing more than seeing a man in a kilt. And I'm not Scottish. There's just something I'm, about it. I'm not Scottish. I'm German. I'm, I've had well. I'm German and 0.1% native, 0.1% African American. 0.1. Point. 0.1. <clears throat> I, I want to take one of those tests someday, <laughs> but I don't know. There's just I just I love a man in a kilt. I don't know what it is. I've just always been really infatuated though with the Celtic. Um, cultures, but hey, I, 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 you know that might be a bucket list place. That uh, take a take a plane trip over to uh, Scotland. Oh, it's go top of my the, bucket list. Go enjoy the uh, countryside. It's beautiful, beautiful country. I'm sure out there. it is. It's, you know, I'm sure it is. Get out of America for a little while. It looked like a beautiful wedding, so congrats to Seamus. Yeah, congrats and his, to Seamus and his and his lovely wife. I can't remember her name off the top of my head right now, but I can't I can't either. But they all, you know, him and Drew and Rusev all live in the same complex there, there in Nashville. They're all neighbors. It's a pretty awesome. Thing. Everybody looked very dapper. Everybody did. Everybody looked. Everybody looked very dapper. They looked like. Best I had friends. to make a joke with Raven. We were sending pictures back and forth with each other over the wedding and 
talking about how dapper all the boys looked, and I sent her a picture of Dolph Ziggler. Then, then you got Dolph. He's dressed in a natty light Halloween costume. Of course. So everyone's dressed up in kilts and everything at the wedding, and then Dolph's dressed as a beer can. Mm-hmm. Hanging out in the backyard. Because, you know, polarized. You gotta have different different, different people. Yeah. It's, it kind of amused me, the contrasts of outfits over the weekend. But uh, speaking of things that came out over the weekend, mm-hmm. or at least at the end of last week, mm-hmm. there is new shit stirring with the CM Punk versus Elite situation. God, Almighty. You, you know... All the shit will be stirred with this one. It ain't done yet. You know, the fact that it's coming out like two months later that apparently his dog got his teeth knocked loose and that they didn't know about it for uh, weeks. I'm going, I think you would know. Kenny Omega went out of his way. Kenny Omega got bit to get that dog out of the way. By a human. By a human. Not a dog. By a human. He still bit Kenny Omega when Kenny Omega tried to get the dog out of the way. I call I call for bullshit. I call this, bullshit on this too. Yeah, I call bullshit on it too. I just I just don't. It's just, it's I Punk's don't trying to put it. his name back out there, and well, you know how he is. He's trying to he's trying to keep himself relevant, like he always does by throwing somebody under the bus. I mean, look poor look at what happened to poor Colt Cabana. I mean, not exactly that he's poor. I mean, he's I mean he. Started pro wrestling team. It was a shit, but that was shit, shit, shit situation. Yeah, it sucked. That just, I, I, I hate punk. I will forever hate punk. His true character, I think, is really kind of coming out. But yeah, there's still people out there that defend him. Well, Chris Jericho told him to get tell out of AEW. Chris Jericho told him he wasn't no. wanted. Uh, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but Jericho told him he Jericho told him he was a Cancer to the locker room, and he didn't, and nobody wanted him in AEW. Jericho told him to get the hell so out. That that poses the question now, though: Is he gonna be pretty much blacklisted from locker rooms everywhere now, or do you think someone still tries to pick him up? I think he. I still think he goes back to WWE. No fuck, I don't I'm, want him. I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. I don't he goes want work that for Fox. He goes. He goes back room. to WWE under a Fox contract. So he wrestles for WWE, but only on SmackDown because it's Fox, not WWE itself, that actually wants him. I don't think it works that way, though, for the contracts. Well, let's see. Backstage doesn't count. Because that was a Fox-run show. Right. Not a WWE show. Well, Fox... But I don't think Fox can dictate the contracts like that for the wrestling shows. You can dictate anything you want to when 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 you're providing the money. I just when you're paying for it, when you, when you're paying for it, you can you can pretty much dictate whatever you want. Yeah, but see, then I feel like if something like that were to happen, that completely undermines anything that people who have worked for have, because then you've just got this guy that's coming in because someone paid the bill for him, and now he gets to do whatever the fuck he wants because oh, someone I, paid a bunch oh, of money. Oh, I agree with. I you. think it would just it will kill everything. I agree with you. Don't, don't, I'm not disagreeing with you. I agree with you on that. But but Fox is going to do what they want to do. And that's just, if, if Fox says, hey, we want CM Punk here, figure out a way, 
And if we've got to pay half his contract, we'll pay half his contract. But we, he needs to be on. He needs to be on Fox every Friday. He needs to be on SmackDown every Friday night. You don't think? I just. You don't, don't think Triple H wouldn't jump at that? He got to. They they're they're writing the checks. They call who but they. They're... They call who they want on their I television know. show. That's the reason why. That's the reason why all the hot angles are on SmackDown and not at all. They. I don't know. Like dictate said, I think who Raw's they want been on their better show. than SmackDown lately. Aside from the bloodline, Raw has more stories. I feel like. Well, Raw has three hours to fill too. Yeah, that's only an extra hour. But oh, God, I just only an extra hour. An extra hour is the worst. <clears throat> no, it's not. I like it. But I don't know. It's just I don't want him there. I've never liked the man. I don't want him on my TV screen. I don't want anything to do with him. He would be worse than Charlotte Flair. I'd rather have Charlotte Flair and John Cena come back than CM Punk. Start playing yeah, John I Cena's said it. song for you. You heard it I here said first. Jenny, Jenny's, I will sing the, I will sing the same song myself. I don't want CM Punk. I'd rather have Charlotte Flair and John Cena. Y'all heard it. Jenny's a John Cena fan again. I never said that. But if I have to pick the lesser of two evils, I will. Let's see. I don't disagree with you. I think bringing back CM Punk is a is a bad idea. But here's why I could see them bringing him back. One, because Fox would fit the bill for it. Uh, but see, then do, do they have to put in the stipulations where he has to have the title? I mean, because then you're just putting stuff on him to make him happy. Uh, well, that might be it. That might we might not have any control over that. WWE might not have any control over that. That again, that might be a Fox thing. Fox might want the. That's what I'm on. saying. You can't do that because it just destroys every other thing that goes on. But they write the check. You have to have some sort of balls and say no they, to Fox. They write the check. Um. Another reason I just, why they just need, I just think they just need to cut ties with Fox. What? The sound on Fox is horrible. They don't give you the full two hours. They cut it off early. <laughs> At least locally, they do here. Because I'm watching on cable. I don't know about on the streams and streaming services and whatever other ways you can watch Fox. But here, it cuts off two minutes early. Well, SmackDown is uh, one of Fox's top-rated shows. They ain't going anywhere. Well, it needs to. I've never liked the idea of them being on Friday nights on Fox. I, I don't mind it being on broadcast TV because if I ever get without cable, I can still watch SmackDown. Um, That's true. Another reason why I think they could bring CM Punk back and it work is because there's much more structure in the WWE locker room than there is in the AEW locker room. Yeah, but I feel like Punk doesn't give a fuck about structure. Well, there's there's enough veteran leadership in those lo- in, in the WWE locker room to keep him in check and not let him become an overbearing prick like he became in AEW. Mm. Maybe maybe he didn't have it. Maybe that wasn't the case. I mean, even though he had The Undertaker, but they were in a kind of a weird spot with everybody transitioning over to what we have now, like the John Cena era. They transitioned over from like the, uh, you know, transitioning into the reality area, reality area of John Cena and whatnot. Whenever he was there, it's, it's kind of a weird thing. Whenever he was, whenever CM Punk was champion, and uh, right there toward the end, I think you know CM Punk got he got overbearing, and he didn't wait his turn. It wasn't his time. I don't know. I just I feel like someone like him. 
you know, the structure of the locker room is not going to matter. He's still just going to do whatever the fuck he wants. So that's kind of what became the issue in the first place with him in WWE was he wasn't happy with the booking and everything, so he was getting pissy. Oh, he wants to be booked. He, he wants to be booked strong as hell now. There ain't no doubt about that. But I don't think he should be. Uh, well, he needs to be in a role where, you know, it was. Didn't he initially say when he came into AEW that I was that he was going to be there to put over the younger talent? He didn't say blah, put blah, over. Blah, blah. He did say put over. He said help the younger talent. Which oh, I mean, we, 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 which we could we could uh, we could uh, interpret that as putting him over, which I think we did. Okay, hey, CM Punk's going to do some jo- do jobs for guys like you know, guys like. Uh, Jungle Boy. He's going to put Jungle Boy over. No, but that never happened. Would he put on a hell of a match with him? Yeah. Would they get over in the match with CM Punk? Yeah. But CM Punk ain't taking a lot. He ain't taking an L. CM Punk's not going to take an L. Unless it's a real fight. Then he'll take an L. He's not going to take an L in in a professional wrestling ring. That's why I don't want him back because I don't want it to be nope they're putting Punk in the title match he's gonna win I just oh fuck him I don't want him fuck him um, you're not the only one who feels that way you're not the only one who feels that way so you know this you know maybe it happens maybe it doesn't but the rumors have been out there you know what I'm saying rumors have been out just... Hey, maybe. Yeah. Hey, maybe you can bring back CM Punk for a one night deal and let uh, and let uh, Bray Wyatt just sacrifice him to whatever god Bray Wyatt has. That would never happen, but I'd like to see it. Yeah, you know, sacrifice like, him to Uncle Howdy. Uh, sacrifice him to Uncle Howdy. You know, he had you have him on the Undertaker cross. You have him spread out in the Undertaker cross. This beam of light comes down from the ceiling. It brightens up and everything. And whenever it goes away, CM Punk is gone and never be seen again. Vince McMahon pops out. It was me, Punk. It, it was, was me, me all Punk. Along. It was me all along. Oh God, that was <laughs> that's the first big wrestling angle I remember watching as a kid. Was that one? Oh. That was like that was what was going on when I got into wrestling. Was Stephanie McMahon was being kidnapped and they were putting people on crosses. I'm sitting going, "What the fuck am I watching? This is great." Well, yeah, it, but, yeah, it's, it's like it's like me and Stephanie are the same age. So I'm watching that. I totally relate to Stephanie because she's like, she's like a young girl. And she's, she's cute, whatever. And you know, Undertaker, big scary ass Undertaker, got her ass up on a damn cross, and she's damn freaking out. And you know, Stone Cold, you got to come out and save the day. And that's just what Stone Cold did. He's done, you know, done the right thing most of the time. And uh, right, you know, and and then find out Vince done that to his own daughter like you son of a bitch how could you <laughs> how could you do that to your own kid but that's that's what that's what it was back in the day though it was it was wild wild back in the day yeah. i mean i it hooked me well it hooked yeah, I a lot I, of people. I came in at the right time it hooked a lot of people back then uh, back uh, back in the uh back in the early 2000s my late 90s early 2000s it hooked a lot of people back then and that's the reason why you hear people want to go back to the go back to the attitude era. Well, attitude era is gone. It's long gone. It's never yeah, gone so back. You can't you can't go back. You go back, and it's it wouldn't be the same. No, you're forcing it. 
you're forcing it. it that, right. That's the best thing about the Attitude Era was that shit was organic. Stone Cold Steve Austin was an organic character. He didn't become babyface because he wanted to. Attitude Era. Yeah. Find yeah. a way to kind of hit that stride again with newer stories that make sense twenty years later. Versus, you can't go back and be doing that shit that you know they were doing now. And I give AEW I mean, credit. They're getting a little closer, a little bit. I think AEW tried it. AEW come close, but now AEW's. But AEW kind of, kind of to me, they overdid it in some spots. They were forcing it. Yeah, they were forcing it. Yeah, yeah. But AEW tried it. They really tried it. But they were forcing it in some spots. Right. But they I, were going a little too heavy. A little too heavy, yeah. A little too heavy. Because so, they were mostly, they were doing the gore side of it, not yeah. so much the story side of it. Yeah, and, you know, and, you know, I, I you know, I ain't going to get on, go, I ain't going to get on going on about blood because we went on about blood in, in, in this podcast many times. Uh, I don't miss it. I do not miss, I don't miss, miss it. I don't miss blood. Don't miss it when people blade. It's actually very safe. It's actually a lot safer if they don't. And if you're going to get busted open, get busted open the hard way. You say time and a place. Yep. Time and a place for everything. Time and a place for everything. Um, speaking of AEW, uh, MJF's babyface arc has really started to climb. It's really started to go climb up hill now. It's almost peaked. Unless, if, if I hope they don't use this and have him and Moxley team up against uh, Stokely Hathaway in the firm for the next month. I, I don't want to see that. I still want MJF and Moxley to be at odds. But if you want to push that MJF babyface arc, you can do it with the guys that just beat the crap out of him. They beat the shit out of him on Wednesday. Put him through a table. What I'm worried about is that this is all a ruse. That MJF paid him to do it. And he returns back to the back to his shitty self. Back to the one where back to the person that everybody fucking hates. And beats Moxley for the championship. And that's what I'm scared of. Because if they do that. They'll kill whatever magic they've got going on right now with MJF. I, they just need to <clears throat> just let this happen. So you want to see him go babyface? I I, I want to see him turn babyface because that that character, his character, his his character is intriguing. He gets you, he grabs you, he he reaches in, and he he's relatable. Yeah, he he might say he's rich, but. The things he goes through, the stories he tells you, the promo he cuts, every single person in that crowd, every single person at home can relate to what he goes through. He is so relatable as a character. It's it's not even funny. And people don't people can't hate him unless he just I mean people start people started out hating him, but the whole CM Punk thing where this slow burn babyface turn started to where he would cut these promos and, and make you feel something for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it started out as a supervillain arc where you could still feel something as a supervillain, but it, but now it's turned like it's anti-hero 
it's turned into this to where he has a reason to he has a reason why he's an asshole. This is why he's an asshole. And, and there's nothing to me. There's nothing better on TV. There, there, there's not a better story being told. Nowhere. And it, it, it makes me happy. It makes me happy to see it. I don't want to. And fuck it's it up. easy to tell a good story when you have somebody as insanely talented as MJF. When he believes both it. in the ring and on the mic, and he's believable. That's the whole thing with MJF. He's believable. Where he, where he, he's making you boo him, or you're cheering for him because he's put, he's he's putting his heart out there. He, he's putting his wearing his heart on his sleeve, and you're cheering him because hey, this man just just cried his. I mean, he basically just laid his heart out there to you. He is believable, and he is he's relatable, and that's what makes him so good. Moxley, Moxley's relatable because because he wasn't relatable. He wasn't as relatable as Dean Ambrose, but he's very relatable as John Moxley. John Moxley's John Moxley, you know, he's just a dude who grew up in the streets. He grew up fighting. I can relate to that. A lot of people can. Pow pow. Yeah, a lot of people can. A lot, especially nowadays, a lot of people can. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is another guy. He's a family man. He fights for his family. He, he, he's, he's always fought for his family. No matter what he mm-hmm. does in the ring, it's for his family. He yep. is, uh, he has made that clear for years. It's for his family. He's so good. Very relatable. The top stars, the top guys in the business are relatable. Probably the top star that's the least relatable of all of them is Roman. But most of your top guys in the business today are very relatable. So you don't have to be relatable, though. You don't have to be, but it helps. Especially when you don't have, like, the... If you don't have, like, the, the body top that Vince pushed for years and years and years and years and years. You don't have... You're not built like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're built like... Uh, Dax and Cash, you're a bit like those two guys. I mean, those two guys look like eighty percent of American men. They're five foot ten, five foot nine, and they're about two hundred twenty pounds. I mean, that's most of us. Average. Who, yeah. who can't relate to that? You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's you don't have to you don't have you don't have to be relatable if you're if you stand out on your own. Like a Hulk Hogan did. Hulk Hogan stood out because he's six foot eight, three hundred and twenty pounds, and he's full of nothing but muscles. He stood out. Guys like that always will. But when you can find relatable talents, that we have more relatable talents nowadays than we've ever had before, where you can actually live through these guys, you can live through these girls and guys. That's that's the people I like. That's the people I like and get behind. What made Dusty Rhodes, what made Dusty Rhodes so, so well known and so popular? Because he was just a blue collar man. He was a blue collar man. He was relatable. He was relatable. He looked like the rest of us too. He looked like the rest of us too. He's big and he's he's big and he had big old belly, big old beard belly. He looked like he's out of shape. He just in there fighting. He looked like us. He's relatable. And that's and sometimes. Sometimes you, if you're relatable and you can cut a good promo, that's all you need. That's all you need sometimes. 
Oh, cutting promos has got to be so hard. It's a craft. That's, so, it's a craft, that's for sure. I'm going to have to go back to the Emma debut. I kind of feel like maybe part of the crowd being a dud was because it was coming off a Ronda promo. And Ronda's not the best. They need to that's, give that girl a mouthpiece. Speaking of someone who's not relatable, that's Ronda Rousey. She needs her own version of Paul Heyman. She, uh, she does. She does. She is not. I am kind of really digging this idea of her being with Shayna, though. Well, I mean, they are best friends, so it's it, right. It's it's a natural progression, and I like how I, I like how you know, Natty and Shayna were tag team were were, were uh, tag team for a little while, right? And she just shook Natty out, no problem, because yep. she went messing around with her best friend Ronda. They're going to turn Shayna back into a killer again. Uh-huh. I want to see Shayna as a killer again. I eventually want to see Shayna turn on Ronda. That's what eventually what I want to see. That would be the story. Yeah, I hope that's what it builds to, that Shayna turning on Ronda. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Shayna take the belt off of Ronda. Yeah. That's what I hope it builds to, but right now, until it, let's, let's put Shayna and Ronda together and let them tear through the fucking locker room <laughs> so we can get, so we can get just women scared to death of those two. That would be fantastic. I'd be down for that. Yeah, yeah. Because Shane, Shane is a killer. There, there's not a, there's there's not a woman on that roster that can beat her in a real fight. Not a single right. one. Maybe Ronda. But all the rest of them in a real fight, not a chance. Yeah, and she's got the real fight experience, mm -hmm. so she's kind of got a upper hand. Yeah. But. Let's see, some other big news that dropped just this morning. We are going to get to see Shinsuke Nakamura wrestle for Noah. I know. Against the great Muda. I know. That's, on January that's, 1st. That is, uh, it's uh, Muda's retirement tour. Because I, I seen this this morning. It's Muda's retirement tour. He'll and, be retiring next February. Yeah. I, I don't, and I, I don't think there's a real high possibility of Shinsuke getting hurt in this match. Muda is very, very old. Um, he doesn't move around like he used to. He he, he can't do what the stuff he used to do. Uh, I, I would have to think that. Uh, I would have to think this is more about this getting Shinsuke and Muda in there to throw a few forearms at each other, again. Right. And uh, doing some strong style stuff again and getting out of dodge. I mean, if this opens up a door for other matches like this, I saw someone on Twitter say they want to see Sheamus versus Minoru Suzuki. Oh. And until I read that, I did not realize that that was something I needed in my life. Can you imagine those two going at it? Those two. It wouldn't be a match. It would be a fucking fight. Those two beat shit out of each other. I've always said that Sheamus would be perfect for for uh, the New Japan scene. Because because of how he's because of his style, he's probably he's probably the stiffest worker in WWE. He's up there, yeah. Yeah, he's probably the stiffest sure. guy in WWE. I mean, and, that's a match that I kind of like need to see now. Yeah. And I don't know how Raven would feel about it because I know how much she loves Minoru, but I need to see this in my life. If yeah, this ever opened up other opportunities. Yeah, if, if, if we could get Sheamus versus uh, Suzuki, that would be that would be a uh, that would be a must see. I'd, I mean, I'd I'm not against WWE doing their own version of Forbidden Door with Japan. Oh no, oh no, I'm not against it either. 
And the thing is, New Japan's, uh, yeah, New Japan, they work with anybody. They don't care. They don't care who it is. They've wanted to work with WWE for years. That's the whole reason why they let them have Jushin Liger years ago. Come in and do a I can see it happening. Yeah. Now, they've wanted to work with WWE for years. So just because AEW is not an exclusive partner. Let's just put right. that out there. Not an exclusive partner. If WWE come along and said, hey, we would love to have some of your guys over here to uh, fight some of our guys. They would go. They or would vice go versa. Or vice versa. Send they some would, of our guys to Japan. Yeah, we'll send some of our guys over there. You send some of your guys over here. and you know. Oh, imagine if they did like a two-day thing. Mm-hmm. Where half of it's done in Japan, half of it's done here. That would be good. Now, you want to book Survivor Series. This is how you could book Survivor Series. Maybe down the road. Yeah. New Japan and, and New Japan Pro Wrestling versus WWE. Now that is brand warfare. That would draw money. I think it would be hard to book because who do you put over in that situation? But I could see it. I well, wouldn't mind watching it. It's it's all about it, it, it. I mean, it's one of those things where you almost have to like flip a coin. To well, decide who's going to win that match, so you, that it doesn't seem like favoritism on one side or the other. You would almost have to build up some guys. You, if, I mean, both companies would have to build up guys they wouldn't mind getting, wouldn't mind taking a fall. You know, you got mid card guys. You got mid card guys. You don't mind getting. You don't mind beating on TV. Yeah, but no one wants to see the mid card guys in a big match like that. Well, I mean, you could t- you could build up mid card guys to go up against, let's say. I mean, you want to put you want to put Jay White in somewhere. I, I think I think uh, AEW and New Japan done it correctly, even though you kind of knew the outcomes of it to start with. I mean, there was a couple of surprises in there, uh, but but you'd have to kind of you'd have to build somebody up to just job uh, job out to a superstar. You'd you'd almost have to build somebody up for that. You'd have to build guys up. You'd have to build. You'd have to. I mean, you'd have to. You might have to put a intercontinental championship, a intercontinental champion, in with the new Japan champion. I mean, it would you, take some building. And yeah, some it would. Time. You'd have to build it up. You'd have. It take time, and you'd have to build it. It. it it's, like it's one of those ones you'd almost have to announce it like a year in advance, yeah. and then like watch where things go. Yeah, you'd have to build it. You'd have to build it correctly because WWE's just not going to beat their guys, and New Japan's just not going to have their guys beat. You know, that I mean, nobody's gonna want to lay down for anybody else, so you just gonna have to do it correctly. But and through building, building guys, building guys, you don't mind getting beat. You you wouldn't mind taking a fall for. You know, you, you know, you right. got you know the ricochets of the world. Yeah, you, know, you can build, I mean, ricochet is very believable. I mean, ricochet go on a run and be the hottest guy in the company. Totally. Ray, Ray Mysterio, another guy, he go on a run, and be the hottest guy in the company. You mean you can't t- you can't tell me you don't that you haven't seen Rey Mysterio and Ricochet get beat a thousand times on TV? Nope. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Now, All the now, time. But now you couldn't put Roman Reigns in with Jay White. That's not going to happen because you don't want to beat either one of those guys. You don't want to beat the champions. Right. But now you put Roman Reigns in with Kazuchika Okada, who's not a champion. There you go. Not, We'd have to see where this would not, go. Yeah, not to say that the New Japan would want want to get 
uh, get, let Roman Reigns beat Kajichko Okada. Or, well, I mean, Tanahashi. Now, you could even hear Tanahashi. They beat Tanahashi. They beat Tanahashi all the time. But Tanahashi's a, a big enough name where it doesn't hurt him. I'm have to ponder this for a while. Yeah, now. yeah. It's worth it's worth a it's it's worth thinking about. And uh, you know, or you you let y'all listening, you get into our Discord and to the Haluva Marks Discord, and you give us the uh, give us your dream matches from uh, what we're talking about right here, or you can just tweet us. It doesn't matter. We like to Twitter too. I'm just, I'm way overthinking this now. Mm-hmm. Speaking of overthinking. Mm-hmm. One of the big debates going on right now is who the hell is Uncle Howdy? Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I don't know who it is. I mean, it looked like Barry Windham. The, the Uncle Howdy mask looked like Barry Windham. Uh, I think that's what everyone's trying to decide that he's modeled after. I think so. It's definitely modeled after Barry Wyndham. But as far as who Uncle Howdy is, no clue. The big one is Bo Dallas because of the earring. But now, is the earring a plant to distract us? I mean, how many people? How many people do you see wearing an earring with uh, a a cross with uh, an earring that's a cross? I mean, that's pretty common. That would be a pretty common earring, if you ask me. Now, does it hold significance? Maybe to eagle-eyed viewers who thinks they're who thinks they're Sherlock Holmes. Maybe. But I, I don't think it holds any significance. I, 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 Uncle Howdy being uh, Bo Dallas being Uncle Howdy would be probably be the biggest letdown I, I could think of. Honestly. I, I I hope I hope it's not Bo Dallas, or if if it is Bo Dallas repackaging to where we don't know it's Bo Dallas. Sorry, I'm reading comments here, trying to see what the internet thinks. And someone's wish the fiend was back. Little disappointed with the slow movement of what's going on with Bray's character. It's been three weeks, dude. Like, what the fuck do you want? And what's it There's now? A terrible Twitter take. Wants it now. We live in a microwave society. You know, you put that microwave, you put the TV dinner in the microwave, it's done in five minutes. We want it now. We want everything right now. I'm actually enjoying this, so. Alistair Black is another popular choice, but. Uh, Alistair Black is doing, he's still in AEW. He ain't going nowhere. Unless that was a swerve, too. You just never know. Well, you've seen what the House of Black did on, like, Instagram and Twitter, right? No. All four of them released some sort of Instagram video at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. Buddy Matthews. Red said Buddy Matthews was nothing but a thirst trap. I kind of. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Had had water dripping off his titties and stuff. So, yeah. Buddy Matthews was nothing but a thirst trap. It's not surprising. Randy Orton is another popular choice, but I still think. With the uncertainty of his back injury, unless that was another swerve. I don't know. I don't know. It's just. Everybody hears hears the cat in the background. 
the cat be a villain. I, I just I just call her the cat. C A T cat, not K A T. Not K A T. C A T. The cat. The we have cat. To, we have to we have to decipher something. Yeah, we ha we have to be be very specific. Not Cadillac. It is Willow the cat. People are thinking it's Seth Rollins just because it says hair. It's not gonna be Seth. Seth's got his own thing going nah, on. It's not Seth. I don't think it's Randy either. I don't think it's Randy either. Right now, I I, I just hope it's not Bo Dallas. It's either going to be Bo or it's going to be Bray doing it as well, mm -hmm. like playing multiple characters. Or it's going to be somebody completely different that no one's guessing. Which I'm always a fan of somebody that nobody is guessing. Because I like to be surprised. Well, and, and it's worth noting that Bray is listed as the top babyface on SmackDown. Internally, he is listed as the top babyface on SmackDown. So it's worth it's worth noting that. Before we go any further. And yes, it could be a split personality of Bray Wyatt. We've seen it before. Well, I mean, they tweeted out that mental, or the QR code the one time was that mental evaluation. Mm -hmm. It's the mental evaluation, right. So we've, we've seen split. We know Bray Wyatt does have split personalities. We've seen I it I forgot what the QR code from Friday was. Uh, it was a picture of Bray with his eyes cut out and, and the word liar written all over it. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's right. Because mm -hmm. it, it flashes so quick, you don't have time to catch them anymore unless, well, you're, unless you're staring recording. with your phone camera on. Let's say, I, yeah, I guess I'm not DVRing. I can't rewind. But... Yeah, we rewind. You have to rewind and stop it and get the QR code. Yeah, See, we, I can't, we, we've I been can't suckers. do that. I've been suckered enough to do that. I, I, I'll do it all. Ooh, ooh, rewind it, rewind it, and frame by frame. You click it frame by frame until you get the damn QR code. All this time, you're li you're losing ten minutes of live sm live wrestling just to get this damn QR code. Yeah, you'll get caught back up. Yeah, and you get caught back up. But you know, that's just that's just you know, I, the Q I love as it. long as the QR codes QR codes remain being cool and remain being part of the story, I don't mind it. I love it. And something else I've seen people point out is there is always the little moth firefly whatever it is mm -hmm. symbol yeah. is always in the background when Liv Morgan is on TV. Yeah. So she's definitely going cuckoo bananas enough to be involved in his mind fuck trap that he's got going on whatever it is going to end up being. I don't yeah. know yet. Well, I uh, cuz I like the slow burn unlike Mr. Twitterman. Yeah, I like slow burn. Yeah, I, I I'm very I'm very into slow burn storytelling. Uh, you know, just make it, don't drag it out too long, but, you know, find that happy medium and everybody's happy. I mean, you can, you can drag out part of it, but then like branch off into different things while you're still dragging out the one thing. You can have multiple things going at one time. That's kind of what I'm a fan of. Um, while we're on, while we're on the subject of Liv, of Liv Morgan, um, Liv and Sonya Deville quite possibly had the worst match I've ever seen on SmackDown. I was honestly asleep during that match. Quite honestly, the worst match, worst match I've ever seen. I actually I nodded really off bad. during the very beginning of SmackDown because I was laying on a heating pad and it just knocked me out. Yeah, it, it and was, I think it I slept really through that and New Day. It was really bad. At, at one point in time, she she you know Liv takes 
Sonya out there and repeatedly bashes her head against the steel steps. I mean, you, you give somebody a brain aneurysm, that's the way to do it. I mean, which is, you know, hit, do it one time enough. Do it ten times, it's too many. And then, yeah. and then goes to roll her back in the ring, but doesn't roll her back in the ring. Sonya has to get back in the ring on her own. While Liv's looking for chairs, looking like a maniac looking for chairs. Uh, it's just so many bad, so many miss, miss, so much mistiming, so many bad spots in that. Yeah, I don't think they've got good chemistry together. Uh, it doesn't look like they do. It doesn't look like they do uh, at all, honestly. And they're going to have a no DQ match next week. Oh well, that they can at least hide behind the stipulation. So we'll see where that goes. We shall see. Anything else you got before we get out of here? It is a slow week. A slow week. Um, let's see. Shinsuke is going to Japan. Bo Dallas is probably Uncle Howdy. Nah. CM Punk's a liar. Yep. Emma's back. I saw someone talk about it. I kind of wish they'd... I guess they gave her brand new music, which also probably helped her return. Maybe not quite have the oomph it should have. Mm-hmm. They needed. She had really good music back in the day. She's had three good theme songs. Well, they couldn't have used they, one of those. Uh, well, they didn't use the old theme song because the group that uh, did that theme song is no longer employed by WWE. So they yeah, but as long as you music. remix it, they can still use it. Well, I guess if you <laughs> remix it, you can use it. Uh, but uh, I mean, no. I knew it was her, obviously, because you know it's all about me. That mm, was her thing before yeah, she her, left. Yeah, that's her thing. It was her thing for five years after she left but i see her and i still hear her very first theme where she's popping bubbles oh that will forever be my emma theme song because i love that music it's so good yep little adorable emma that's back when she so that has been actually running in my head since friday it just it's i can't get it out of my head since friday because ronda Botch the dance, even. Yep, she Ron, was doing like a crab walk, not yeah. popping bubbles. Yeah, but... Ronda's an idiot. I saw someone make a joke like Ronda probably Googled one match of Emma's and it happened to be during her bubble popping phase. So that was all she could come up with to mock her. It amused me. But yeah. I can wait to see what else they do with her. She seems happy to be back. I, I hope she, I hope she uh, uh, stays a lot longer. I hope she stays around a long time. I mean, she tweeted, you know, home, or it's good to be home, and put out a thing about how, you know, it was always the dream, and then now she's back. She seems genuinely happy to be back. So I'm glad for that. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it, too. Uh, it seems like she wasn't, wasn't herself for a long time, and then no, I'm glad she's back. I'm, I hope she, uh, hope she finds her stride back in WWE again. Because yeah, she, 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 she had a, uh, she, uh, she was goofy Emma and it really, it really just kind of bogged down. And then she turned herself into the all, it's all about me character. And it kind of well, took off. skipping of, over Emmalina. Emmalina. Well, I, 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 well, I, That's I, never I, actually do, happened. I, I did that on purpose. I did. I skipped over. That Emma actually Lena. never happened. Because it never happened. Right. And she, she had the all about me character and it kind of took off a little bit. And then it got nerfed like everything else does by Vince McMahon. And 
she never recovered from that. I think I saw someone refer to her as probably the first NXT call-up to really kind of not be used right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that sounds accurate. Uh, yeah, I think so. I was shocked when they name-dropped Paige on Friday, too. Uh-huh. Talking about a match that her and Paige had mm-hmm. in NXT. I was like, oh, hey, yeah. they're still talking about Paige. Yep, still talking about Paige. Right. Well, on that note, we're going to get out of here. And uh, we, like every week, we appreciate you listening and hanging out with us and joining the discussion. Come into our Discord and uh, come into the Sweet Potatoes Discord and... Follow the go to the Luga Marks channel and leave us a comment. Go to the Twitter. If you don't have access to the Discord, leave us a comment on Twitter and we can get you access to the Discord. You can come join us and, and have great wrestling conversations. And it's and we're not only having wrestling conversations in Discord. We're talking we're talking all kinds of sports. We're talking we're talking American football. We're talking anything. We're talking anything. We're just hanging out and having conversations in there. So, yeah, I can stop by and try it out. We're we're actually fun to hang out with, especially when we get yeah. especially when we get riled up. When we get riled up as a group, uh, watch out. Something I want to know since when we're recording this tomorrow is Halloween. Mm-hmm. I want to know if anybody and I'm going to tweet this because people might not be able to not listen to this until after Halloween. But if you've ever dressed up on Halloween as a wrestler. I want to know who. So, I'm going to go tweet this now, because I will forget. And I want everyone to have a good, fun Halloween, and yep. rest of your week, and thanks for listening. Yep, everybody have a great Halloween. We'll, we'll talk to you next week. Bye! I ain't gonna say it's your turn. I can't do it. I ain't gonna try it. I ain't gonna try it. I don't have the lung capacity today. No, 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 not today. Bye, everybody. <laughs>